Healthcare stocks often fall into the defensive category, but lately it hasn't been working so well as the sector just made lowest prices in a year alongside much else in this market. Let's dive into the sector with Marshall Gordon, Senior Research Analyst covering healthcare at ClearBridge Investments. Marshall, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Thanks very much. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So uh, this group oftentimes considered that uh, defensive trade. Do you think it works in this environment here? Um, I think broadly, yes. I think there are certain parts of the sector that are going to have a little more challenge than others. Um, if you look, things like medical devices um, or hospitals uh, or maybe even some of the smaller caps might be less defensive. But I think the, the large caps, like the large cap farmers, have actually been much more defensive and continue to be trading at least better than better than other stocks uh, today, even in this challenging market. When you talk about uh, big caps in the healthcare space, uh, what about those subsectors? Uh, is it big cap insurers? Is it the pharma trades, uh, the drug makers? Is it the vaccine-specific uh, drug makers? We saw Merck made a high. Uh, seemed like we were finally getting a non-vaccine-centered business to break out, and then it fell right back uh, into its range from the last couple of years. My sense of it is is that it, it really is across the large cap pharma uh, group where you're seeing the sort of strongest performance in in this challenging market. Um, those have historically been some of the most defensive stocks uh, within healthcare, and that continues to be the case, regardless of whether or not they sell vaccines or particularly COVID vaccines. Um, the managed care stocks have have done reasonably well, um, you know, relative to the market in in the past. Uh, you know, call it a uh, couple trading days as well, um, and those stocks have are, are really pretty independent of sort of things like the economy um, and the broader market. Um, and they should have pretty good results throughout the year. So, you know, th those should be acting defensively as well. Um, it's the smaller caps maybe in the in the in the biotech area or biopharma area that might be a little bit less defensive. Mm. Yeah, definitely it looks like there's quite a difference. The uh, biotech uh, uh, funds are getting crushed. Just looking at uh, IBB or XBI, I mean, making new lows after lows, lower highs, where things get a little bit different when you look and focus on some of the bigger names. Is uh, Pfizer still the, the top story here? How does that uh, shake out if we're starting to think about a post-COVID world? Because uh, Pfizer's trend has been pretty robust. I think many thought that the actual vaccine maker would follow the trend as many of these other COVID winners did, but it seems like it's still pretty solid. So with Pfizer specifically, um, you know, I think that they're in a somewhat unique position. Um, they definitely benefit from both the vaccines and their uh, small molecule uh, pill uh, to help uh, patients recover from COVID. Um, and, there, and that could be to the tune of almost $100 billion of sales. Um, and so uh, the thing is that their base business, their non-COVID business, faces some challenges as they go through the back half of uh, the 2020s, um, and they need to reinvest uh, the uh, proceeds that they're going to get from sales of COVID vaccine and from COVID pills um, 
you know, to, to really bolster their outlook in that back half of the decade. Um, there are other stocks that I see as potentially more attractive um, in, in the pharma space um, rather than Pfizer, which I think is actually a pretty fairly valued stock at the current at the current time. Hmm. I hear a lot from our uh, guests about the demographic trade and uh, the way to uh, play the aging population. Uh, how do you do that, Marshall? Because uh, I hear a lot of uh, talk about uh, insurers and uh, senior living centers and older demographic that I would assume falls right into the hands of the healthcare sector. Is it a, a sector trend that is robust in your mind? Well, I think I think there are tailwinds to the healthcare sector uh, from the perspective of demographics. Um, certainly, the demand for pharmaceuticals rises as people age, um, and you know that that's somewhat broad across the sector. Um, there are other plays, things like cataracts, which um, fall into medical devices, um, as well as you know even the, the medical device other medical devices like you know, hip and knee replacements um, and um, and things like pacemakers and ICDs are also um, oftentimes used more in, in older individuals. Mm. So I do think that the healthcare sector is a, a broad way to play that. Um, and I think you just have to pick and choose your places there um, to make sure that the, the, the companies that you're investing in um, do have products that, that are, are more skewed towards older individuals. Okay, all right, very helpful for us. Uh, healthcare stocks, a little mixed today. I got Biogen and Merck moving in the right direction. Pfizer long-term, though, still holding its own. Marshall, thanks for the rundown, appreciate it. No problem, thank you for having me. Absolutely, Marshall Gordon, Senior Research Analyst at ClearBridge Investments.